0: The cold, hard truth: it's been a rough season, but all we're asking for is some effort. Hey, you are no locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're gonna do here, we're just gonna keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden Gophers. turns out to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just gonna keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Rob host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Today, we're talking some Gophers hoops. If you like Gophers hoops, both men's and women's, if you like hockey, if you like football, we talk it all here at Locked On Golden Gophers. So be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube so you can make sure you get all the latest and greatest contents. You'll get the notifications when we go live after some of the games, and you can help us build the community. So definitely check it out over on YouTube and hit subscribe, leave a comment, and like each video. Also, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us at Locked On Golden Gophers. Now let's talk about this thing. My name is Kane Rob, by the way, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator. If I haven't said that already, now today we're talking basketball, we're talking hoops, and there is no pretty way to put it. Quite frankly, the Gophers men's basketball team stinks right now, and it probably will for the whole season. You and I can be excited for the future. That's fine, and we can talk about the flashes. But this season is tough to watch, and it could make many have questions. Now, don't hear this. Don't hear what I'm saying as there is no hype for this program. There is no hope for this program because that is far from the truth. But I am disappointed with the product that has been on the court for most of the season. Now, you and I, we didn't expect a conference title this year. We didn't expect an auto bid for the tournament this year, but you expected what I expected is a team that fights and scraps and claws and gives their all. And that is what we haven't been given consistently. And that, my friends, is what is bothersome about this golfers' basketball team. There are flashes of a real college hoops team on this on this roster, in this program. And when we get the all-out effort, it looks great. It looks really good. It looks promising. When the players play with heart and given hard work and effort constantly on the floor in the games, because I know they're working hard on behind the scenes. I know they're putting up extra shots. I know they're still trying to grasp the offense from different positions within the offense so they can run four different positions from. One player. I get that. But you want this team to play with a chip on their shoulder. I want this team to play with a chip on their shoulder. Go all out. Diving for balls. Putting in the effort. Playing hard-nosed defense. In IU. The game against Indiana at the barn was a perfect example of that. The first half versus Illinois was a perfect example of that. Wisconsin, even though Tyler Wall was out, it was a perfect example of that. Michigan, game number two, not game number one, was a perfect and big example of that. The Gophers going all out, believing in themselves, putting it all on the line, even in shooting slumps, even in rough spurts. The Gophers are diving for balls or they're scrapping for the ball. They're getting big on the rebounds. They're fighting. They're getting physical like that is what you and I, as Gopher fans, are looking for. Now, plain and simple, I don't think this season can be saved. It can't be fixed. It's too far gone. But fixing the larger issues is a way to earn the fans' trust back. Make your free throws. You're the worst free throw shooting team in the country. We got to fix it, folks. Free throw shooting is a solvable problem it truly is and it's not just oh well you got to do it in the games we can do it all day in practice no fix your free throws if that means staying an hour later each after each practice to put up a 100 free throws each t- each day each practice it'll start to develop it will plain and simple it's what we've done For years and years, decades and decades, no matter the level, high school, college, pros. LeBron James was a terrible free throw shooter. His free throw percentage has been increasing. Jalen Brown was a fairly poor free throw shooter. His percentage has been getting better and better because you put in more time, you put in more work, even though it's not fun, even though it's not glamorous, it's repetitive. Find what works. Maybe it's your focal point on free throws. Maybe you need to change up your, your rhythm beforehand. It's all a mental game after a certain point. We're not, there aren't 12 Shaquille O'Neal's at the free throw line on this Gophers basketball team. So we got to figure out the free throws. Play with your, your heart. Play all out with your heart at all times. Play like you love the game. In fact, have fun playing basketball. Yes, I know school can be frustrating. Yes, I know it can be tough being a dual athlete. I know for a fact. Working in sports is extremely exhausting, and it it can be tough on families. But playing all out, having heart, and having fun while you still can play this game, man, it's pertinent. Not only for the players, but... For fans to see, because that's part of the enjoyment and the love of why they have the game, even through losing seasons. If if your team is hyped, if your team is diving for the balls, if your team is scrapping and doing everything it can to win, even against teams it might not stand a chance against, it makes you love the team even more. So get scrappy, dive for the loose balls, have that swagger on the court. The swagger we're seeing Jamison battle. Get back to everybody needs to start to develop that swagger. Everybody needs to have the confidence in themselves, in the system, in what you're doing on the court. This team needs new life and it needs to start now. But what are the thoughts on coaching? I see some questioning Coach Johnson and I'm not there yet. I'm not. And I'll tell you why. We're going to talk about that next. First, We got to talk about our friends who bring you this show over at FanDuel. New partner with the show, their official sportsbook for Locked On and for the NFL. In fact, they are the number one sportsbook in America. Again, that is FanDuel. So download download FanDuel now and you can bet the Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So you're still getting something even if you don't hit on the actual bet. That's why they call it a no sweat first bet. Now all you have to do is head on over to fanduel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet. Again, that's fanduel.com slash locked on. You can bet on anything from the money line to the point spreads, or who'll score that first touchdown? And you know what? I have no doubt. Uh, I have some doubt. I'm not gonna lie to you. But Pat Mahomes, with the doubts on his ankle, with the he's gonna re- have some recovery over these two weeks. But I would not be surprised if he runs that first one in. I feel like the odds on that are gonna be massive. But I feel like I feel it in my soul. So that's where I'm going. But what are you, where are you going? Check it out over at fanduelcom slash on. Get that no sweat first bet. And you win something even if you lose. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, Gophers fans, thank you so much for listening to Locked On Golden Gophers and making us your first listen when it comes to Gophers sports on the daily. Now, we also have Senior Bowl coverage happening on Locked On NFL Draft for nightly shows for the Senior Bowl, both. Tuesday, Wednesday, and now today, Thursday, will be the final day of that content. Check it out at Locked On NFL Draft at 8 p.m. Central tonight, where you can get the updates on the Senior Bowl. And we're going to talk about it a little bit here uh, tomorrow when it comes to Gophers-related players, because your boy John Michael Schmitz has been all in, boy. So we're going to talk about him definitely tomorrow's show, and you're not going to want to miss that. But if you want all the content, all the coverage, to know who is coming up in this draft, Definitely check out Lockdown NFL Draft for that live coverage. Now, let's get back to basketball. Let's talk about this thing because you know what? We want to talk about the coaching. We want to talk about what's going on. I know a lot of fans are questioning the coaching at the program right now in Coach Ben Johnson. And now is not the time to question coaching for the program, in my opinion. Now, this is just me. This is me speaking. Look, we're chilling, we're chatting, we're sitting back. We're having a good time. Casual sports talk. You and me, friend. We got this. Now, I really don't think it's time to question the program or the coaching at this moment. I understand why the thought may be to jump to that conclusion. I mean, the team is struggling with more talent on hand. The effort can be a real issue. And it doesn't help that. Richard Pitino Jr. is having a good year with New Mexico. I mean, good for him, but let's also not act like he's playing the top tier competition out there in that conference, but still doing really well, has had a ranked team on the season. Gophers fans are like, why? Why would we get rid of some people? Not all. So all that paired together, plus St. Thomas, who moved up to division one and is another division one program within the state of Minnesota is doing fairly well. So another interstate school doing better isn't good for business. It just isn't all of that in combination could make someone panic and say, we need to fix it now. And I get that, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Take a breather because you don't want to make a rash decision. In fact, I think friend of the show and a fantastic Gopher fan in Gopher Rated on Twitter, if you don't follow him, you definitely should, made a great point yesterday after the game by looking at Rutgers themselves, who has been a power in the conference as of late, looking at their Big Ten wins under Coach Pakil. And so season, the 2016 season, they only had three Big Ten wins. 2017 season, they only had three Big Ten wins but they stuck through it. You get to coach seasons number three, seven wins in the conference. Season number four, 11 wins in the conference. Season number five, 10 wins in the conference. Season number 12, or 12. Season number six in 2021, 2022, last season, 12 wins in the conference. Last three years, they've had 10 plus wins in the conference each season. They were patient patient. They're seven and four and in third place in the Big Ten right now, and they're making it happen. You can't just freak out in these first couple of years because you got to get the program in place for your system. Simple as that. Now, another decent example of this is one of my favorite coaches and programs outside of Town, and that is Coach Tony Bennett in the UVA Cavaliers. Now, he's at Virginia and starting out on that team as around a 500 team. One year, he was a game below 500. One year, is a game above 500 in his first two seasons. After that, he has been on his way to 11 of the next 12 seasons with 20-plus wins, a title, multiple one seeds. The only season he didn't get at least 20 wins was the random, crazy COVID year. What played a role in those first few seasons? What helped them develop and get to a spot where they can trust in it and build in it? He was getting the right players into his system. He was getting said players to fully understand the complex offensive system. He was getting the players to play hard-nosed defense and give all-out effort at all times, Virginia plays in scrappy games, hard nosed games, low scoring games, controls the tempo. Scrappy, tough teams. And that's exactly what Coach Ben Johnson is trying to build here. You can see it. You can, when we get the FS1 all access, you can literally hear it. And what he is asking of these players and the freshmen are still learning. They're still picking it up. They're not all the way there. Now they're showing lots of flashes. You love to see it again, but they're not all the way there. Heck, even some of the veterans are still learning what the concepts of this offensive system is and how they should be where and how things need to flow and what opportunities create what and how do you need to adjust if a player plays this way on defense as opposed to this or if a zone approach comes to you like they're still learning. So, again, this is exactly what Coach Johnson's trying to do, so that's why I'm willing to be patient as hard as it may be. You might want to pull your hair out, but you should be patient too. We can ask that all of that said, all of that, the patience aside, we can ask for better effort without any doubt. Better effort from the players each and every game. Now, there's one thing this team has shown, and that can possibly answer some questions for next year and what this roster could look like, and we'll talk about that coming up next. All right, Gophers fans, we're wrapping this one up with what will this basketball team look like moving into the 23-24 season? I think there are some questions still out there, but what we've seen so far from the Minnesota Gophers is some struggles, is some injuries, is some feeling it out, to be honest. And I think all that said, I would be surprised if Dawson Garcia isn't back. I would be surprised if Jameson Battle isn't back because... Their draft stock hasn't been able to be boosted, which we were anticipating it would climb higher to the point where they could maybe test the waters, make a jump, even if it's later in the second round or anything like that. Now, Dawson Garcia has played really well. Jameson Battle has had spurts where he's back to himself, but I don't think it's enough to give a quality look at taking a jump to the NBA. So I wouldn't be surprised to see those guys back next year. Also, you've got Parker Fox coming back next year. You've got Isaiah Eaning coming back next year. I don't see a world where those guys leave. So that's four scholarships on roster. Then you look at the four freshmen. I think all four freshmen will be back, and uh, I'm expecting that. So that's eight scholarship players right there. Then you've got true freshmen right now who's redshirting on the air, Caden Betts. He'll be back not playing on a red shirt. So he'll be getting time next year. That's nine right there on the roster. And then you add the two true freshmen from the 2023 class. Now we'll see what happens if they get redshirted, if they get a lot of opportunities, if they get eased into it and they don't play till later in the big 10 season, we'll see what happens with it, but you don't have to rush them. Having those nine players. I just said likely back on scholarship and taking up a key quality amount of minutes. So those two freshmen can come along however much they need to come along. They don't have to be rushed. They don't have to be thrown into the fire like this year's true freshman group has been. Now, Pharrell Payne, moments of Joshua Joseph, they've showed out. They've been like, okay, these guys are the future for sure. Jaden Henley. Braden Carrington have both had moments where it's like, oh, the defense is there. Oh, the rebounding is there. I like the effort. Oh, they can hit a three once in a while. But if we're being honest, they're not ready right now for major, major minutes in the Big Ten. Now, give them a whole offseason, understanding what it's like to actually play in the Big Ten now. Give them a whole offseason of working the aspects of their game. They know they need to tweak in order to have success next year. Give them a whole offseason and they could be Real quality players, real quality players into their sophomore years. So again, that's nine players on the roster who can take up quality minutes. The two true freshmen could play less or more. We'll see what happens. But the real questions lie with Talon Cooper, Trayton Thompson, and Will Ramberg. Samuels is out of eligibility after this year I'm fairly certain I could be slightly wrong on that but I think it's pretty true and then Talon Cooper when he came here he does have two years of eligibility but it seemed like he wasn't sure if he was going to play beyond his fourth year so that's still up in the air we'll see what happens with it so again Cooper Thompson and Ramberg now Thompson's been getting a lot more minutes lately due to the injuries due to Dustin Garcia being off the floor but prior to that it looked like he was almost relegated to the bench. So if, if, and when Garcia comes back, does his time go away? Does his opportunity go away? Does that tick him off and make him want to transfer? Who knows? It's a possibility in this ever-changing transfer world in college basketball, college football, you name it, you never know. So those three, those three players right there are the real questions on, are they back? What opportunities do they have moving forward? Or do they maybe look at a portal? That's where we don't know what's happening. And if that does happen, what needs to happen? Well, we know that we need someone who can play true one position minutes, bringing the ball up the court, not always backing down all the way up the court, Um, being able to efficiently get the offense started and ran, creating opportunities in the pick and roll game, creating opportunities in the wing to big to point triangle that they run every once in a while in different sets. We need players that continue to put minutes in that spot. Now, Talon Cooper has had moments where he looks really good with it. And Talon Cooper has had moments where he dribbles too much, to be honest. Now, I appreciate what Talon Cooper is bringing to this program. And I think he could be a quality player to have again next year. But say one or two of those other players end up leaving too. We still need more opportunities or players that are more natural at the one position. Now, I'm not saying we need point guards, because if you have a point forward, someone who can bring the ball up and run it efficiently, I'm all for it. But we need people that can play that one position efficiently, effectively, and with confidence. So you can kind of get a feel of how this roster is looking. We've got the nine players that I feel fairly confident in. You've got the three others that have some questions around them. And we'll see how this team shakes out. That's gonna do it for us on today's episode of Locked On Golden Gophers. Again, we're going to talk about John Michael Schmitz coming up in the next episode. I haven't decided if we're gonna do a two for today and it'll drop this afternoon, or if it'll be tomorrow's show. But be on the lookout because you're not gonna to want to miss it because we all know John Michael Schmitz is an absolute stud and he might be playing his way into the first round. We'll talk about that and more here at Locked On Golden Gophers. So be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss that video and more. This is Kane Rob signing off for Other Boats, guys. Aima, go, go-go-vers.